welcome to a howling episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because this week we're going to talk about dog movies and movie dogs. That's the best way to describe the, today's topic, dog movies and movie dogs, because we're all dog families in our own way. And I'll say that mom just made a great recommendation, like a recommendation that it was an I'm not crying, you're crying situation for me that I just watched with the kids called Rescued by Ruby. It's a Netflix movie starring Grant Gustin and Scott Wolf. A true story. Based, based on a true story. About a guy in from the Rhode Island State Troopers who rescues a dog and turns it into a canine dog. And like, no one can fight back the heartwarmingness of this movie. And it was delightful. And it made me think, what makes a good- We've never done. And we've never I mean, done I don't know if we've talked about this, but what makes a good like dog movie and what makes a good- movie dog so starting with that question lily or, or becky well, is either raising her finger or she's on another zoom no i was trying dog. to remember i was there's a new movie coming out about it's about i don't know what it's about but it's something okay. about so, in the military so and someone's got a dog. Can't, there's a, a new channel lily's like let there's me a raise new, my finger and say, there's a I new don't really becky, not, i am not gonna lily answer. becky I'm That's getting Becky. there. You're so obnoxious. That's Becky. Not do you me. want me to? Cur- do you need something for a new cold open? I will curse if no, you push me. But Becky, there's a. I asked a specific question too. I'm about. To, I'm to trying start. to answer. And it. you raise your finger to say, "I think there might be a movie out. I don't know what it's called." I was not I listening to the anything you said. I was not listening to anything you I, said. I know. I now that I realize now I'm looking right back, now. I'm looking back at what your face was doing. You weren't raising your finger to participate. You were literally just like trying to remember the thing you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was like, I'm okay. looking. I, I at could answer the question. I'm going to ask, have Lily answer the question. I will come back to you. And you can tell us about your new movie that you have. I, I'm looking it up right Channing now. Tatum and a robot dog. Lily. But that's so a different it's, one. It's fundamental for me that the dog doesn't die like you're asking to me <laughs> right well that, dog... that takes that eliminates 50 percent of all the dog, dog movies, dog movies. like hashito them, it... hashido the one with richard gear i don't know what it's called in the states it has a different name in the states oh. um it's, it's is that dr T it's the one with Lemon? no but it's Mr. the one Jones? with richard just look up like imdb richard gear and look for the one with the like japanese husky type oh. dog in it it's based on a real true story about this professor in Japan who suddenly dies. Hachi and the dog's ha- tail. Okay. Hachi, Hachiko is that? Is I, the not ha- name of the movie. Hachiko, not Hashito, but Hachiko was close. And um, the Richard Gere movie is so goddamn depressing because the real story is so depressing <laughs> that, like, I don't want to see that shit. Even Marley and me, when the dog dies at the end, like enough. At least he was old, but it's like I can't. I mean, like I don't. I'm not here for. It. I'm just not. I want like so a Benji that's one, rescuing people. I want a Homeward Bound where like they they all reunite okay. at the end. So I think you're gonna like this new Channing Tatum movie. It's about him and a dog who have to go on a road trip. He and him and his dog are paired together against their will. And they have to go on some road trip. And oh, it's, they, it's I think just they're called both vets. Dog, by the way. The it's called Dog. They're both dog. vets. I think it's a bit of a what do you mean, odd what do you mean they're couple both situation. Vet. Oh, both the dog and him are, are, I thought you meant like veterinarians. <laughs> no, Lily. I was like, like what do you mean? The d- army, I get it. But our military vets are for a second. I was like, it, the, they're both veterinarians? Does the dog have a stethoscope? Does it perform it re- it surgery? It seems to reunite him with Kevin Nash, who was in the Magic Mike movies. I, I was just about to ask, you is he shirtless? Sounds great. That sounds great. I am 100% for, like, this is to me what a good dog movie is. Assuming Something the dog like lives. This. Yeah, assuming the dog lives. I, I think exactly, the dog lives. So that like, if you're so telling much. me that Channing Tatum dies, but the dog lives, it's fine. So all dogs it's go to dog. heaven off the table. I hate that movie. I it's put just it on the list. And dogs. I put it on the list because I... Fucking hate that movie. Okay. It's so terrible. That, that's in the title. Oh, I, was, I was adding something to this. The dog's going to die. Okay. And that also, I mean, I never really saw all the other, but everyone knows they shoot the dog. 
So I'm just once, once he you gets know rabies. That, why do they shoot the dog? Because he gets rabies after like a life of being a really good dog. Very he gets afraid of rabies. They shoot him behind the shed or something like that. Like, so right. Awful. Like thanks. You Another know I mean? dead dog one. People actually don't necessarily remember this very well, but one of the reasons why I I really don't like Turner and Hooch is that dog gets shot at the end. Shot at the end. Yeah. Saving his owner. I mean, it's a valiant thing, but I I feel like that's a little bit of a misstep, Disney. Or Touchstone Pictures. Or Touchstone. I remember right. Alon went to the premiere of that movie when we were kids, and he had a huge Turner and Hooch poster in his room. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Anyway, so okay. that, that's for so me, that's for to personally. All right. Yeah. All right, so Becky, what makes a good dog movie for you? I, I agree with the not dying dog movie. Thing. Right, and it could be like it could be tension, and you could be worried about them and stuff like that. All right, they could almost die. My no. number one thing that makes a good dog movie is dog comedy, like okay. a dog slapstick, like like a dog covering Stuck. its eyes with its paws while the human does something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so you mean like, dog, like a dog acting? Smelling a fart. It's like a dog smelling <laughs> a fart. Like that. Dog acting is my dog number acting. One. Dog acting is my number yeah. one. My number two is voiceover for dogs but like oh. not cartoons oh, like you, i want you a have, homeward look who's bound talking now? i want to look, look who's, who's talking, talking now. part now that's on the part, list whatever know. it is yeah part now. so number one dog acting specifically if they're doing something where they're either embarrassed for the human or doing something silly um and and if not that then and I don't want to see like moving CG lips. Lips. Right. I just want to hear the and the amazing way that they communicate to each other in full sentences. You want like the the Meryl Streeps of and like the Billy Crystals of dog acting. Yeah, I want that. And but I mostly you, want a dog, dog that doesn't need CG. It doesn't. Need I want the a lips. dog. Right. Okay. Reacting, giving me its performance to the to the humans. That's my favorite I, thing. I would say, I don't, I don't know if I ever thought hard about what makes a good dog movie, but this movie Rescued by Rubemi has me so emotional that it's really- What's it about? Valued. Are you going to give us a synopsis? I'm I, so curious Lily, here. it's amazing. It's almost as if Becky is not on this podcast. Oh, did you already say what it's about? Did they I kill the dog up at the end? I description about the dog. I wasn't listening. I was trying it's to figure out this Channing Tatum movie. estate trooper- who, who we get a oh, rescue right, right, dog right, yeah, and turns, right, right. Into turns it into a, a police dog. Okay, so you know the answer. I'm glad. Okay, but why so, is that emotional? Because it's about this guy believing in his dog and his dog believing in him. Okay, that's what it's about. It's, it's about everyone believing in the dog. So aside from that, though, aside from that, I think that a, a good dog movie, I think, has um, uh, unlikely friendships between either humans and dogs oh, or dogs so or other great. animals. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty, like Homeward Bound, which is to me right. the pandemic. I don't think Homeward Bound works that, if it's just two dogs. You need right. the cat. It's Sa- Sally Field as the like cream, like, yeah, like right. snooty like, cat. Like is Benji, yeah, Benji and little kids, fine. But I love when Benji talks to that old man that calls him Sam. Like that to me <laughs> is gold. Uh, um, so 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 for me the unlikely friendships you know the, the anything like that i think really really works for me really well and 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 also the dog not dying i'm not watching a dog not dying situation all right let's go through some of the i i categorize these let's go through these and 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 see if any of these rank as among your favorite movie dogs so i, I wanted to start with funny dogs because this is a whole other level of dog comedy, and that is best in show. I think we should start with a. a, a I mean, but to be fair, it's the humans that are the funniest part of the movie. No? Well, the yeah, the dogs. Okay, that's a good point. That's an interesting point. The humans are really funny, but that's a great dog movie. It is a great dog movie. It's a great. It, do- it's the it's dogs a great dog movie. enabled the humans to be very funny. The, the, and then I'll say the uh, this is a really right because that's not is, funny as dogs. That's funny as people about dogs. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I would say that here's one that I find really really funny that is wildly like inappropriate and R-rated, but it is Colossus from Van Wilder. That that's, dog. Is he's. Just I would so say he's iconic. The whole movie. 
That that yeah. dog is so funny. And it's funny how it seems the bulldog is the drunk dog because in the movie Ski Patrol, they have a dog also, and the dog is like hungover. Well, because the movie because also uh, when you put an English bulldog in a movie, you're half you're fifty percent on your way to the comedy. Like those right. dogs are so ridiculous looking that right. they do look the like the job is half done. All night. Okay. Right. right. Exactly. Now this one is not a real dog. So I don't know if he even ranks, but he is a legend and I didn't want to leave him out. Robert Smigel's triumph, the insult comic dog. You know who I'm talking about? I know who you're I talking do, about, but, but like, I don't what? have, I don't have any, like I've never laughed at that. Okay. Yeah. You have to really Whereas, I think who's I know what you're missing. I think who's missing from this is Tika the Iggy. But Tika the Iggy's not, not a movie She's not in a movie dog. Instagram dog. It's an influencer. I feel like these days, Instagram reels are basically the same thing as Netflix shows. I, so what's the difference? Well, I mean, they, even if they're better, I can't. I, I mean, I love Tika the Iggy. That is a great Tika dog. Tika the Iggy is a great dog. Great. It's a great dog, and it's from Montreal. And and so I I have much respect for Tika the Iggy. Tika the Iggy should get its own movie, to be honest. I think I'm sure. Let's get Tika I'm the Iggy sure. in a movie. I tried to order I'm a sure cameo from Tika the Iggy, and they wrote me a very nice note back saying that they're like too busy. She doesn't yeah. talk. Like she well, doesn't I mean, talk. They, I, they narrow <laughs> like, the dog. And they're then, like, wait, psst, she's not really able another, to. Talk. Well, they couldn't like do a, vo- a fake voiceover. No, I'm sure they, no, they could. They, I guess, but I, I guess they, for some, maybe they have a contract for a movie, and they're like, you can't do any cameos now. Hmm. I another comedic one that i really love is the whole concept of the bowsers and i love you man i was re-watching i love you man the other day during this covid stretch and uh, oh such a great when, sick when day he movie. says when he says what's the name of your dog and he says anwar sadat because he looks like anwar sadat <laughs> and then like later they have the time magazine picture of him and then he starts <laughs> talking about the bowsers which are the people that the dogs start to look like each other i find that so funny <laughs> That's a great moment. That's a great dog moment. So, all right. So Tiki the Iggy, actually, back to Becky's point, Tiki the Iggy is funnier than all of these dogs. Um, Adam Sandler's yeah. Meatball and then Matzo Ball were, were, were wonderful dogs, but they didn't, mm. I don't know if they starred in anything, really, if, or they were just his dogs. You know, he did like a short about one of them. And then I always found the dog, the, the these were sort of talking pugs, I think, in Men in Black and Little Nicky. Both had sort of foul mouths talking oh, pugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like those a lot. All right, how about the old timey dogs? Who speaks to you from the old timey dogs? You know, like there's Toto, Old Yeller, Lassie. Honestly, none of them. Rin Tin as mom used to always pronounce Rin Tin Tin with her. Rin Tin Tin. Mom will definitely say Rin Tin Tin because he was like iconic in her childhood. I think none of them speak to me. I think it was more like if I had to have one of them as a pet, who would be my pet? Oh, Toto. Yeah, I'm gonna say classy because sure. Allie had a collie growing oh. up. Allie had and they're sure. very smart, but I'm very but allergic to dog. that long hair. It's gonna yeah, get everywhere. It's gonna be so, so much gross hair. to clean up. There's so much hair. Yeah. Imagine when I know the a few dog people who had. Oh, I know a few people. Definitely, that I would. Collies. I would pick a Toto if I had to pick between it. Clearly, not Old Yeller. I'm definitely putting that dog in my purse. I love mm-hmm. a Toto situation. <laughs> a little basket situation. Exactly, mm-hmm. like a modern day basket for Toto. So the old time, yeah. I mean, Lassie saved people on a regular basis. So Toto uncovered the Wizard of Oz. That was his big contribution, right? Right. And he was so and cute and, and tiny. If, <laughs> and if there wasn't for him, who would she have said we're not in Kansas anymore to? He's oh, fundamental to, to the, the dog. It's pretty the, cool yeah. that she gets to take her dog with her on this trip. Yeah. She, it's like, very it, stressful. That dog doesn't have a leash. But he's so cool. Yeah, well, but my dog basket. doesn't need a leash. My dog doesn't need a leash. He's not got a great recall dog. skills. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's talk about the 80s when we grew up. I have some specific 80s dogs. Um, uh, although I guess Benji is maybe a 70s dog, but to me, yeah. he's an 80s dog. Because, because we, watched we watched the tape. That. Lily, I need to hear from Lily on Benji. Why did you love that movie so much? I Why did you make us recently. watch it so much? Does it hold up? Should what it? was it? First of all, you rewatched that movie, 30% of it, and it must have been the first movie with a dog as the main character ever or something, because... 30% of the movie is slow motion B-roll of Benji just running in the field. Running in a field, With like yeah. 70s kind of background music playing. There's a lot of right. the movie that is just him and then the Tiffany is the name of the other dog. 
they, they when they become yeah. friends there's just like it's like just watching these two dogs you, but they're not you, even really acting they're just dogs no exa- and and like they have them like go through a window down a ramp around yeah. a house like clearly there's sort of trained obstacle course yeah. that they learn to do it's not super <laughs> It's it's not even not great so, dog so, acting the way Becky. Right. So there's a like there's a lot of times no, where like I a dog. I need one of these moves. But <laughs> the movie itself, Becky right? Just covers there's, her nose there's with three hands. components. There's three components to that movie. There is like home videos <laughs> on like 35 millimeter of like dogs running to 70s music. Then there is Benji's buddies about town, which includes the old man, and I think there's like a mailman, and and then there's uh like the, the neighborhood family, peeps. The yeah. neighborhood peeps and then the family that he's friends with, the family who the mother I think is either dead or or passed away and the I mean or 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 left or something and the father's a doctor or something and there's the sassy nanny that takes care of them right. So there's all of that. But then the second like the main uh uh stakes of the film is that the the kids are kidnapped charles manson like 70s like murder maniac (laughs) yeah like gets kidnaps gets the daughter gets the this young woman who is friends with the family like known to the family to kidnap the children and hold them for what? ransom in it's a terrifying old house. Old house, and these, yeah, it's terrifying. And these guys all look like they belong in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like they look like those. Like in in a different yeah. movie, this would be like Rob Zombie directed this movie about a murder cult that recognized, and it's beyond terrifying. These kids are straight up kidnapped, and then the woman embeds herself in the house that's looking for the kids so she can spy on things and then in the end benji you know i mean so so that movie is i don't know it feels like insane no. and then there was the sequel then there was then well, there's, there's seven the other the no no there's seven the other benji. benji movies but for the there's love of too benji, much time being dedicated to discussing benji okay. well, <laughs> for the love of benji is, is a spy movie where benji gets like gas i think we should spend more time discussing how consistently adorable it is when a dog is laying on the floor and it takes its two paws and it covers its nose and its eyes okay. because it's embarrassed for the thing the human's done. <laughs> I know I brought it up already, but every okay. time so I imagine is there an it, 80s giggle. movie that comes to mind, I would say like an underrated one that came out at the same time as Turner and Hooch was K9 with Jim Belushi. Oh, I like I definitely like that one a lot. But I, I will say immediately what came to mind, I'm looking at your list of 80s dog movies, very slobbery. Very slobbery. Like the dogs. very slobbery Almost. era. Like I think in the but no, 80s, but so was the nineties because you have Beethoven. Yeah, but Be- you have Beethoven, but you also have a lot no, of there's a lot of other things. Slobbery going on. dogs. That's right. But the- except for Benji, he keeps it together. No, but he's 70s. But he's a, when you he's 70s. He's no, but I don't. 80s, I, I think. So wait, can I just say? Becky like, asked, or sh- Becky asked, why did you love that movie? Or Shy asked. Think yeah, about this. At that time, you couldn't if you were a dog lover like myself since birth. There was no YouTube for you to watch funny dog videos. That would have been like my 100% jam as a kid. Like I would have just done that. So this was my, I didn't have a dog at that point. This was my only access to watching a dog run in a field or around a house or up around. So this was, even though it was actually, that movie was pretty scary to me. I, it was like my access to like watching a dog be carefree. I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point, right? Because that's what you had access to. So if you wanted to watch a dog, right. you had to watch dog and kidnapping. I, I love rat. children. I love, I love that, that explanation. That's Thank a great. You. That's a great explanation. Now, now, canine. My favorite scene in that movie, though, is when he can't get the dog to take a bath, and so he puts him through the, <laughs> the car wash. Car wash the car wash. The top down. Amazing. How much did you, as a kid, just want to go through a car wash with the top? It, down? So it much. It seemed okay. like it was unfair that they wouldn't let you. Is that, but like, is that scene in Yes Day realistic or wouldn't your car get ruined? In Yes Day? I'm, I'm yes sure day. your car gets ruined. Yeah. There's yeah. no way your car would be ruined. Cars are, okay. I think your car's ruined. Right, let, let's talk 90s dogs. Oh, wait, the dog who stopped the war. We have to talk about that. Sorry. I don't know what that one is. Okay. So the That's dog who Quebec stopped the war. <laughs> okay. The, star, the, 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 the dog you who don't stopped know what that the war is? is a Quebec. We all had to watch no, it. No, I do. No matter what, you watched it like once or twice a year in on, a, on like a boring day at school in French class. And La Guerre des Tucs. La Guerre des Tucs. La Guerre des Tucs, which is the war of the knitted winter hats. And 
not only that, it starts, it stars Patrick Girard or Philippe Girard. What's his name? Um, check, it double check stars, what stars, um, Cedric Jord. Cedric Jord. Okay. So Cedric Jord, um, who was like a young actor plays like, like the, he's famous. Yeah. The bad, he plays sort of like the bad boy of the group and, and uh, there's like a giant snowball fight that takes place over the course of an entire winter. It's like a massive capture of the flag, which is kind of a cool idea. And there's the nerd. It's kids a great concept for a movie. Cedric George's kid, you know, but so first of all, like the end of that movie, the dog, you know why the dog stops the war? Because these kids are all having this massive snowball fight and then the snow castle caves in and kills their dog. Kills the dog. And then they stop and, fighting. And the kids all. And it's a St. Bernard. And then Cedric Jord, Cedric Jord was my African politics teacher at McGill. No joke. No way. Tell me you asked him about this movie. I did not ask him about it, but I did well in the class. So it was a good class. He's a good teacher. And just just point of information for our listeners, La Guerre des Tuques actually translates to the war of hats. Should or I said that already? Oh, he did? This right. is the yeah. best. This is the oh, best episode. Becky's, like not, Becky's either uh, on delay. I really or... need a nap. No, it's okay, because Becky's clear, Becky's repeating stuff for people who missed it. You don't yeah, have to exactly. So if people episode. jumped into the podcast late... I want you to know I'm not embarrassed. I don't need you to edit this. <laughs> I'm just, guys, I'm just, I'm having a day. So okay. Cedric Jord Cedric became a, yeah, he became a, a like a big time professor. Anyways, okay. All right, so okay. let's talk about some 90s dogs because I feel like it's at this point that I really wasn't paying attention to dog movies, but you two were like- oh, this was my- I was deep in it. I was, Lily, yeah, Becky yeah, and I were we, deep in this. We quoted one of these dogs yesterday. I still I do. I still quote, like- But I, I think we did it yesterday. My favorite dog from this list, and I'm just going to run down the list quick, and I'm sure there's more, but these are the ones that come to mind. Beethoven, the original, Homeward Bound, Ugh. then Milo from The Mask, Bingo, the coolest circus pup in town. I don't know that movie. That's from- No, that's a recommendation record. from The Great Gato. Our, Gato our, but I, I haven't now, seen that I movie. I have to see that movie, though, because- You do. White Gato Fang, it, and, and Look Who's Talking Now, and I'll just say that Maybe this dog isn't my favorite from this list, but the most quotable line I've I, I use and Becky uses is get, get the keys, not the cheese. Milo, Milo, put Milo, down put the cheese. Down the cheese. Oh, pick from up the, the, the keys. keys. We just watched that movie. Not the cheese. The keys. I literally he said goes. this to that mom was the yesterday. Thing ever. It was the best. I was asking mom where the keys were, and she's like, "I put the cheese away," and I'm like, "No, I need the keys." Not and she's the like, cheese. "The cheese is in the fridge," and I go, "Mom." Put down the cheese. Okay. So some fun facts about this movie because I just rewatched it with the kids, which like does it hold up? Is it good? Do they laugh? Yeah, they loved that movie. But this is an incredibly 90s movie. First of all, Cameron Diaz's first thing. It Mm -hmm. has that weird uh world or Roger Rabbit, like cartoon zoot suits and like yellow and green swing swing music was really in and there's like cartoon vulgarity and slapstick and murder mixed with like regular human life um and so the kids were like this is a strange movie but but we enjoyed it they enjoyed the they enjoyed the overall thing but again here you have this movie that's somewhat like dark in concept and then there is a lot of dog slapstick throughout the movie like the dog, yeah. The Milo the is a great Milo, the great dog. character. Now, I did a little bit of digging though about this movie because I was like, so the the director of this movie, what he's also famous for directing is Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three: The Dream Warriors, which is like the how did he get the mask? Um, weird. And the remake of The Blob, and he did The Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger and The Scorpion King, The Rock's first big. Hmm. that's and right so, but but anyways anyways so milo clearly i mean that's a great one that you picked that's awesome yeah, I yeah and then the other one is the dogs from homeward bound for me i would just say homeward bound i saw i just that re- i just rewatched that i think 25 times as a kid i i love that it's michael j fox who else are the other voices it's michael j fox sally field Don and Amici. then like some don amici i was gonna say someone old who <laughs> Don Amici. Don Amici. One of the if you guys Google from his Cocoon. Face, 
Yeah, I mean, you'll not recognize like his face. I thought it was going to be like Kiefer Keep, Sutherland. That would have been my guess. No, it's he's very old. Oh. No, it would not well, have been a good guess. <laughs> but he was like Michael 30 J. when that Fox, movie came out. <laughs> Michael J. Fox as that dog man. is one of the best. It's one of the best. As the puppy. Dog voices of all time. And, I mean, and that, Sally Field as a snooty, fancy cat is amazing. Remember when she drowns in the river and then they save her and they pluck her out? No, no. Gonna, the, the She gets plucked out. By this, by a guy, they lose her in the river. They oh, think they she's lose dead. Her and the oh, old man in like wet. the cabin, like takes just care always, of her. Even as a kid, I was fascinated. How could they possibly have shot this movie with these like three animals? I have in the to forest? say, it holds up better than any of the CGI bullshit that they have in so movies. So good. Now. I don't know what dog acting. They had to do to those huh? dogs. Huh? Go back the to every three animals. Becky's what makes point. a good dog Practical movie? Practical dog good, acting. Good dog a- acting. These three dogs. Acted fabulously, fabulously. I mean, if they could have remade the Sorry, Lion two dogs, King, the three with, animals, they could have remade animals. the Lion King with real lions, zebras. We would have never would have had been them. better. Never no one would have been freaked out about their dead. No eyes. one would have been worried. Um, all right, so the two thousands uh, is this is, is where little... things take a turn for me. This yeah, is I'll, yeah. Although I check out I, here, I want to shout out to because of Win Dixie starring Dave Matthews and like other people, but Dave Matthews is what I remember <laughs> for because my daughter read the book in school and then insisted we watch the movie and and it was a lovely family experience watching that movie. I'm and gonna I, I'm gonna say something extreme. I'm gonna say something extreme. I don't think I've seen a single two thousands dog movie. Well, I'm I aware saw, of their I'm, existence, but I don't think I've seen a single one of these. No. That movie's not for me. Also, we completely skipped over White Fang. Wasn't Ethan Hawke in that? Oh, yeah, yeah. We saw that Ethan in Hawk the Ethan Hawke was in that. I mean, kids. that was amazing. That movie's amazing. He doesn't die at the end, right? God. He's so survives. good. White that Fang movie, is right? so... I mean, I haven't seen it since I was... How old? But I'm pretty sure he eight? doesn't die, because I loved that but, movie. No. That's I don't. I don't think. I don't think he does. He does a lot of, like, saving and... I don't know, but like I'm in. seeing that there's like a Benji from 2018, a White Fang from 2019. I'm 18, sure the Benji from 2018 is probably lovely. I'm sure that's probably lovely. Maybe because think like, about it, that Benji probably doesn't have maybe a it terrifying 70s thing. Yeah, um, a young woman yeah, being that's... seduced by an older man who has a. You know, am I going to go on a limb and say is this one of Ethan Hawke's first films? No, that, no, because no. this little is kid, after he Reality was, Bites. He, 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 no, as, White as a, Fang is not after. No way, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. is reality it? Bites ninety four is ninety four. No, it's yeah. after Dead Poet. You're no, it's yeah. before Reality. It's Ethan Hawke's been White Fang is ninety one. Oh wow, so it's way before and, Reality yeah. Bites. Oh, I uh, yeah. I stand to be corrected. Oh, I thought because wow. he was. Wow, now that I think about it, he was his kind of a movie. He was kind of a child. Good guess, Lily. He's a kid. He's a kid in it. Oh right, he was in Explorers. Explorers the movie yeah. with the yeah, That's he was a child movie. actor. He was a child actor like of the uh Brat I guess he's Brat maybe young. I guess he's Brat Pack sort of younger. Anyways, but right, he was a child actor of the River Phoenix age group. Um mm-hmm. uh and then I, I, when we go to Rex I'm going to I want to get back to talking to Ethan Hawk. Okay, so the 2000s we don't really have that. What about okay, so I like this category which is evil dogs. Okay? The the <laughs> Tell me if yeah. any of these resonate with you. The Hellhounds from Ghostbusters, because that's what they call them. Those, or those are, those or are they for say, sure resonate. Cool. Who brought the dog? Right when when who brought the dog to, to the party? The to the party. Then and they brought them back so well in Ghostbusters. After they did, they did. Uh, the zombie dogs from Resident Evil. Have you all ever seen the first Resident Evil? That's a pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't. Care I've about seen one of them, and they are terrifying. They fight. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's Cujo. I never watched that, but I really <gasps> enjoy in Ghostbusters Afterlife how it's the only movie that the kids have to watch in school. I have and- seen Cujo. Also, Cujo is referenced in Friends. That's a big thing in Friends, also. But I have seen Cujo, and it is terrifying. That movie, I saw it as is, in my twenties, and, and I that, thought it was very scary. And that's just like a dog that gets rabies, right? It's not just like it's not like a. That's just like a dog. crazy dog yeah, terrorizing. Gets, was it this woman and her kid? I just remember they're hiding Bernard. in the car. They have to get out of the car. Oh my god! But it's it just so rabies. It's like not some zombie thing. But it, it's or... like an extreme case of rabies. It's like I a mean, rabies clearly. worst case scenario. 
worst case scenario, I guess. It's not like a little bit of rabies. It's all the rabies. <laughs> like, anyways, the, I mean, to me, the concept of it is terrifying. Then there were the predator yeah. dogs in in the predator, like the the most Stephen recent predator King. movie, where the predator lands on Earth and it has like pet predator dogs. It's so I dumb. don't. I, can't. I don't. I didn't see that. But and I. Then in Alien Three, the alien I saw it, and it's extremely dumb. It was very dumb. So but all in, of these are are seem like interesting evil dogs, with the exception of the alien one. Yeah, well, it's not really a dog. It's just the alien kind of is dog like. It's called the mutt alien because it comes out of a dog and it kind of absorbs some of its. What? Just just skip. Okay. Next. Any other Next evil dogs? Category. No other evil done. dogs. No, because I don't want to ever see a dog be evil. Like, sorry, I'm done. I don't no, ever want to feel this pain. All right, let's talk some animated dogs. All right, I have like two categories. I have the just regular animated dogs and then like old-timey animated hero dogs, All right? So we've got the fat dog from Up. Whose name is Doug. Doug, okay. All right. And I don't know how you talk about in... Doug and not Alpha and the other and the other gang. The other gangs. I mean, they're great. Look. All those dogs are great. I love All those dogs are great. And Doug movie, is but... wonderful. But, but like the... Wow, what the is Doug that show that they about? have on on Disney Plus? I love that. That that movie is about finding your sense of following adventure, your, but following more your following your dream, finding your sense of adventure. But more than that, people. Oh no, that's why Shy hates the movie. People are more important. The people in your life that you love are more important than any anything else, any object, anything. No, no, I love all the people in my life. People but it's not in like adventure. Zero sum thing. But but the point is is that fifty percent of that movie choose people is, over things. Fifty percent of that movie is like the secret life of pets. Like there's like a dog and a bird. No, and... they have collars that let them talk to humans, oh. which is amazing. Right. Hundred one Kevin, Kevin the dog, the bird that ends up being a mommy of, at the end. There's a very fun, a funny episode of Doug Days, which is the, I, the television I, show. That's on a great. Streaming. That's a great wreck. If anybody's I, listening. Doug I'd watch Days a Doug based show. I'd watch it. There is on Disney Plus. No, they're short. They're five minute episodes or something on Disney Plus of Doug and Carl living their life now. And in one of the episodes, I think alone Russell with comes no stuff by... to remind him of his wife. No, and Russell <laughs> comes by. I think it's Russell. I forget what it is. But anyways, it's they Russell. end up giving giving the collar Doug's collar to a bunch of different animals that are in the backyard. So a squirrel gets it and a bird gets it and all these different wild animals. You get to hear all of their inner thoughts and it's oh, very that's cute. That's cool. I like that. That's, that's yeah. great. That's very cool. All right, 101 Dalmatians, the uh, the original. I mean, I guess the remakes are considered. Also, okay, the, let's be honest. The, there's a, the there's birth 101, but of the best five you care about. And there's only one that matters who gave birth to the best line in cinematic history that Becky and I repeat but constantly. I'm, I'm hungry, mother. Hungry, mother. I really am. Rolly, Rolly, yes. you've just had your supper. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Mother, really, I'm hungry. Was Pongo. No, the fat one, Pongo. the fat puppy what, who Pongo wants a second dinner is literally Rolly. Becky and me every night after dinner. <laughs> we say that to each other all the time. I'm hungry, I'm mother. mother. But you really just am. had your supper, Rolly. <laughs> is it, what? Best. I don't remember anything about that movie. Because there's like a few puppies that you follow. There's, oh, yeah, there's a few puppies you, that you the follow. The hardest moment, the hardest moment is when is when they're 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 trying to escape and they're in the storm and one of them is just shivering and he gets caught, but you know, he gets like separated from the pack and he's shivering, he's gonna freeze to death, and Pongo has to run back and save him. It's very important. I mean, it's just I get it, it's also like it's stakes. Yeah, like a hundred and one. I mean it's a lot, but I think it's but, a classic. But they I like. I do like. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I do like the stakes that that if they lose in that movie, they will be skinned alive and made into coats. Yeah, made into. I want a dog coat. It's just so strange. Yeah. All right, All right Lady in the Tramp. I, I I'm not the biggest Lady in the Tramp fan, Ugh, but it please, is a wonderful please. movie. Oh my god, it's romantic. Worth a it's wonderful. It's worth it is. I, I, I mean, it's a little, little bit racist, racist but yeah. besides yeah, the racist part, which to, like, didn't they take the, they, for I think they took the song out of the Siamese song out of the new version that they re-released. I think that's not in the new version anymore. No, in the remake, in the like the live action remake, I'm no, not the live action. I think when they like re-release the cartoon. Oh, when they release no, cartoon? but yeah. Disney just does a disclaimer in front of any of their older things that says 
you know, well, so maybe it's the live action. Maybe it's in time, so, and they're icky, so maybe it's just a live action that they took it out. It's of. important they to leave it in it. and talk about it, understand them, and yeah, why we were racist. But I, I don't know I about the live still, version, but the original to me, I love holds up to me. Um, and okay, and then so we talked about all dogs go to heaven. You it was a terrible like movie. I never saw Oliver and Company, but Billy Joel. I mean, or I did, and I don't really. It's remember a cat. That Bill, no, but Billy cat? Joel plays the dog. He plays the artful oh. doctor dog. All right. Why yes. would I worry? And then there's some old timey animated hero dogs. I love. There you gotta, too gotta give it up for many. Scooby. There are too many old timey dogs. I just like looked it up. It's like then you're not even putting in Pluto and Goofy and I thought Goofy that was that other cow. one. No, Goofy's what? a dog. Goofy's a dog. He's a dog. So he. He has a his own like species wait, as is... a pet. Oh wait, Pluto is a dog and Goofy is a dog. And the big thing Goofy that no one understands is why is Pluto act like a dog, but Goofy wears clothing and talks like a human. And then isn't there Bluto? Goofy's no, on the internet is Goofy a dog or a cow? <laughs> he's a Pluto, dog no, Pluto, because in Goofy movie Pluto they're is, dogs. Pluto's from no, Popeye. no, he's a dog. I'm just saying that Shy's not the only one who had this debate. I mean, I know he's a dog, but Isn't I'm saying his girlfriend a cow. His girlfriend is a cow. Okay, all right, that's very... He's a confused character if you think about it. Okay, but he well, is a cow. Right, his so girlfriend's but, a cow. He but I like. I think Scooby Doo, like the old Scooby Doo show. I have a memory of seeing a Scooby Doo episode at um, Mrs. Goodman's house, where one of our friends, like, mom, I don't know, one of those situations where mom and dad are like, "So and so will pick you up, and you'll go to their cooking class with them at one of your teacher's houses." Right? Like, what? that's a recipe for Corman disaster. That's all I can what? say. What? Yeah, I, never I, I, I had to go to because I wouldn't go to anyone's house of, of this teacher. <laughs> with kids that were all older than me and they were making sloppy joes and and i just like definitely pulled like the anxiety pin and was like i can't i can't do this me too there's no way i would have been able to do this (laughs) they popped me in front of the tv and scooby-doo was on i watched the scooby-doo but it was like the most terrifying vampire episode of scooby-doo ever and i left in the middle and to this day, I still have nightmares about this woman turning into a vampire, and I can never find out which episode it is, so I don't know how it ends. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> hmm. But Scooby-Doo's amazing. amazing. Hong Kong Fooey, I think, is awesome. I don't know. Fun. I don't know. Hong Kong Fooey is, I think, a 70s thing, and, like, super, super, super dated, but had an amazing theme song. And then I think, like, one of the greatest is Snoopy versus the Red Baron. That's a great... We had the album. Ah, yeah. Well, that was so that was a song made by the Royal Guardsmen, but we had the Peter Pan singers version of it. Oh, love that song. It was amazing. And there's like a series of songs. Those guys doubled down. There's Snoopy versus the Red Baron Christmas. There's Snoopy. Yeah. Um, I never got Snoopy. Like, I just I don't get it. it, It It's hard to understand. The peanuts are. I mean, it's Snoopy is very strange. And then he has his cousin. His bird. Who's the no, bird? Woodstock the bird, yeah. Woodstock the bird. It's right. it's super strange. Um, but but I think we could close out with the TV dogs. Cause well, I want to give I want to give a shout out to like these more sort of like hellacious movies is the best way to describe it. Oh, right, it. right, right, right. Sorry. So but but all movies that I really like enjoyed. If I the ones well, that I, I mean, like honestly, give me one like the, we basically only talked about the past. These schlocky pieces of shit are from the last 20 years. Yeah. So first of all, show dogs with Laura Nett and Natasha Leone. I took my kids to the theater to see it. And that one definitely has a lot of CGI animals talking. I'm pretty sure my kids didn't. I don't know. I have a fond memory of taking my kids, but Allie definitely was like, "You're on your own on that one." Then there's, <laughs> I got a shout. Again, out I think this is a whole category to of Alun and his dog boy. movies I've never seen. Alun and his boys. I went to visit them, and the boys were watching the Air Bud movies. So there's like okay. Air Bud, which I guess is I mean, like we can blame the that 90s. That's yeah. That's but like then 97. There's, there's endless numbers of sequels, including Space Buddies. Where the dogs go to space. Oh God. And they have, golden retrievers. they have the big circular uh, helmets, astronaut hey. helmets. Like oh. um C Block. I was gonna just say, buddies. well, there's one dog movie we haven't talked about yet. Oh, C Block. If you can see Vlad. I'll put that in my I'll put that in my Rex and shout. I'll put that at the end. I'll do yeah. that. Wh- wh- which one, I recently what, 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 I just C Block. I just 
C Block, Vlad's dog movie that he made. It's on YouTube. You can see it. I just watched it the other well, day. Well, we'll have to link it in the show notes. I'll find it for you guys. Because it's All amazing. Right. Oh, so, oh, so TV dogs. This is a great idea. Okay. So tell us about the TV dogs. Well, I well, love this list. Well, I'm, I, it's a very short list. There's, there's a billion TV dogs. I tried to stay away from animated ones. There's a couple in there, but you know, I think the most mysterious TV dog of all time is Comet from Full House, who appeared, was a puppy. Then I think in the next episode, just fully grown, grown, and then he's never seen again. Every once in a while, they lose. (laughs) Every once in a while, there's like a Comet. Eddie, of course, from Frasier. Eddie's the the most famous I think he's the best one on that list. Um, And then I just put a couple of of my favorites. There's so many out there, but I'm shy Veronica Marsh. Remember, she has that, the pit bull, the dog. In the I TV show, I, say I don't remember that. She's the, the dog that goes with her, like when she sneaks out and does like stakeouts and stuff. The dog's always with her to protect her. I don't know. I don't and know. then Cheddar from Brooklyn Nine Nine is one of the funniest running bits He's of a, that show. Is Cheddar it's such a great? Oh, name Cheddar for is, it's holds it's holds dog dog, dog. dog yeah. and that running but bit with his such a great Cheddar. name for a dog. I have affection such for Santa's name. little helper from The Simpsons because oh, I remember right. yeah. the I feel, episode where I feel that dog so is bad for him. I feel and, so and, bad for that dog. I mean that that family really mistreats its animals. It's terrible. <laughs> Um, we had, so I put a, I put a question out on Twitter and the great, um, Gato, uh, one of our all time favorites, uh, sent a, an awesome list. So I just want to make sure to, to shout out to some of his favorites here. So Turner and Hooch, White Fang, Benji, the hunted, that's the third of the Benji movies, the Fox and the Hound. I don't remember that well, except for him no, going, I I'm a I hound dog. Yeah, but I cried. Somebody dies. I don't know. I didn't like that movie as a kid. I just, my kids were asking about it and I was like, the fox eats the hound, guys. We're not watching it. I don't know if that's what happens, <laughs> but I don't. Beethoven, Togo. I haven't seen that one. The Call of the Wild. I haven't seen That's the Harrison Ford one recently. That's the recent one. I read the book as a kid, but I, it's an intense movie. I mean, an intense book. I don't know how the movie is. Do they wow. CGI Harrison Ford and the dog? Or just the dog? I mean, Harrison Ford's pretty old in this movie. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's do our shout outs and Rex. My first shout out going to be to Gato for sending all these awesome dog movies. And I definitely want to watch Bingo, the the circus dog movie. Um, what about uh, and then I'll, let me I'll, I'll, I'll just go into what I've been watching. So uh, yeah. we we're talking about Ethan Hawke before I have been watching Moon Knight on Disney and uh, continuing to watch it. And I've been reading the comics and I read the comics that seem to be where they've pulled a lot of inspiration for the show and so i think i understand the show a lot more now and i really like it um and i really like ethan hawk and oscar isaac in it they are pretty fantastic in that show i watched all of party down this is all like six shows i watched all of party down oh wow you you watched the whole thing i watched the whole thing and that shows amazing it's great and mythic quest so i talk about mythic quest a lot it's on apple tv that is I'm glad show. I recommended it's, it to you. It's about this video game company. I don't know how much of it. Have you watched both seasons? No. What, what that show does really well, it has very funny workplace comedy, and then it goes like into very deep emotional like growth space. And I it takes I, a turn. It, it's actually like an intense show when you get through the halfway point of every season so far. So and I'm impressed. Rob McElhaney is and um Charlotte Nickdow, who are the kind of the main, you know, the main forces in the show are, are pretty phenomenal when they have to go from being hilarious to dramatic um, on a dime. So, and Danny Pudi's like hilarious. Um, so that's, that's what oh. I'm, that's what I'm watching. Um, I'm, I have one episode left to finish Starstruck season two. I highly recommend that show. It's so delicious. It's like Notting Hill, but reversed. And who doesn't want that spread out over two seasons? Come on. It's great. And um, I can't wait to see what else uh, the actors from that show, who I obviously don't know their names, um, will the stuff that they'll be in and like what they'll be doing next. I hadn't seen them before. I will, I can look it up, but um yeah, it's Rose uh, Rose Matafail and Nikesh Nikesh Patel who are the main actors, but it's also Emma C.D. L. Roberts. There's, there's a bunch of really funny people in it. It's great. And then I had the privilege of watching the first few episodes of Selling Sunset with Becky and Allie. Also, I mean that I 
watching those first two episodes together might go down as one of my greatest Favorite. TV yeah. watching experiences. What I have time. to say, like I appreciated the amount people were willing to pause every time I said pause. Like no one ignored I mean, every how time often I was like, oh. we had to rewind and pause and inspect and outfits. It was and like it was and a free range. Anytime somebody heels, which was multiple times. Every time someone said pause, it was like, okay, tell us what you saw. And I was not shamed for that. <laughs> not one time, because if there's one person who loves to pause a show, it's me. <laughs> so I don't want to miss anything, but I do need to talk a lot. Um, it was, it, it, the, each episode was like 35 minutes and it took us two and a half hours to watch them. <laughs> it was like glorious. Glad, glad I was, it was so sick. I had to sleep. It was glorious. You and that's so Vlad much about fun. It. made him. Made him watch it last night. <laughs> what? Yeah, and he does like, like Guillermo del Toro. I'm still hung up on that, and, <laughs> and he watched he, this out of out of his side of his eye. So yeah, I think I, I haven't had much time to watch anything else. But I feel like side eye um, is the only way to watch this with you guys. Oof. Okay, um, that's cool. I think, yeah, All right. I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> and Beck, how about you? So, in addition to that, I I mean I've been watching Selling Sunset and Moon Knight, but I am going to rack c block which we will put in, link in the show notes maybe i'm saying yeah, we are I, but do we know where the do we know where to find yeah, yeah i sent it to you that oh, okay, is the nice. short film hand-drawn animated film that my husband vlad made 14 years ago 15 years ago it's and it's amazing. so beautiful and it's about a dog and it's a it's about a dog it's who gorgeous. will go to great lengths to be reunited with his favorite chew toy. And it is truly a special short film. It reminds so. me a lot of your actual dog. Because your dog, yeah. when you walk in the door, your dog. She goes and gets her you. chicken. She goes to her chew toy and she shows you. She just shows yeah. it to you. Goes, oh, I have a chicken. Um, and then she right, goes away. Right, and, and then. Sorry. the Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so I made a mistake. The main character from Starstruck, the actress is from New Zealand, not Australia. Sorry. Oh, um, and then the other thing I want to wreck this week, Shy, get ready to be surprised. Mm-hmm. But your episode of Finding Favorites that you guest host with Katie Jones Yay. about reality oh, TV is fun. off the charts. That is such a phenomenal. She is so complex and Katie so is deep. Truly one of the best guests that you could ever have for a podcast. The, the and... lens through which she views reality TV, I have to say, gives it a lot more complexity than anyone else. Than you might well, we had her on our pod a while ago. Maybe we need to bring her back. We need to, bring, we need Katie to bring her back. back. But Katie she also is she so comes with, with notes. Like she just comes loaded. It's she's fantastic. making connections and, between and I will things. Say, and I will say during that episode, and... there there are a couple times where like the games we played, I I threw them to her on the spot. She had not. There was no. There was barely an outline to it. I would just say, okay, I'm going to give you this. You give me that. And Katie is just ready to go. Amazing. She brought it. She brought it. She Amazing brought it. guest. That's a great. Those People are my two have racks. Katie just on their week. shows. Um, I never watched more than Moon Knight that we watched for the. I only watched the first maybe well, episode. I feel like you really like the show, watch even a new though it doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. So I was gonna watch. Should I quit or keep going? No, no. I I think it's it is because I walked in on you watching it. Should I, I popped into your house to grab a mask and I could and see from the kitchen and there was a gigantic hippo on the screen and I was like, mm, this so, may have jumped. Uh, the spoiler shark. alert. Well, the hippo. Okay. Yeah. So I, like, what the fuck does no, that the, mean? The, the hippo. The alert. hippo seems to play a role in the. Okay. It was a giant CGI hippo. I don't. I, know I, I actually don't think saying. we have time for this right here's now. Here's what I'm thinking no, about don't. this show, though. Here's I just, what I'm okay, about the show. Just tell having me. You tell the, me to keep going uh, or not. So, That's all I'm so asking. Here's my yes case no. for Moon Knight. And then we now, need to having read two, uh, I've read about twenty-six Moon Knight comics, two separate series, two separate runs. I'm not reading anything to watch no, no, no. the show. I don't different interpretations of the mythology. But what the what 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 like I. I, I, there were points in it, like with the show, where I'm like, what is going on? But then once it resolved, it resolved enough that I was like, oh, that was really smart and interesting. My, I suspect that this show, you you have to be hooked in by Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke being great. And then trust, I hope, we'll see what happens at the end. 
but trust at the end it's going to make a lot more sense once it's all okay. wrapped up because it is all it right. is purposefully confusing because his dissociative identity disorder is part of like they are trying that they are using that as a device to make you confused and constantly make you questioning what the reality of it is so it is very confusing um i also will say early on in the show we kind of complain like hey this is supposed to be a jewish character um the the jewish identity of the character is threaded in in a somewhat authentic way in the last in the most in episode recent episode five? as part of flashbacks yeah as part of backstory so right, yeah. um so so i will say like that that was honored and it was uh, not the same but it, it was similar to okay the way so it was long story short i'll keep watching fine yeah cool all right uh becky where can people follow you uh, at paper bk princess on twitter it just it's starting to feel inauthentic that i give that handle you just log in once in a while because i just like i mean i log i log in once in a while i i but i just i don't know do they can they really follow me i mean i exist on twitter okay all right you can follow me same kind of deal c-h-i-c-h-i-k gomez chichi k gomez on twitter you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table, Pancake Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. If you if you'd like me to if you'd like my sisters to respond to something, just let me know and I'll tell them to open their app. <laughs> you can uh, follow the organizations that we support in our show notes. Becky wants to add something. I feel like when the demand is there, I'll either be on Twitter more, or I'll like you know I'll start a, another account somewhere that's public that people can reach me i just it doesn't feel like the demand is there to engage with me that that's a, that might so be the case. that's one way to think of it uh and <laughs> all the friday night movie shenanigans are at friday night movie on twitter and instagram and uh uh or friday night movie pod.com join our mail list we've had a bunch of new subscribers lately which is great and rate and review us we don't often ask to do that but it is literally the easiest and best way you can help a podcast is is on your app just follow it's really they make it as hard as possible i think that's why it's a huge validation for a podcast but on your app there's a way to rate a podcast go in write a nice thing about us give us a five-star rating it helps us be found in search engines our theme music is by what does it eat and uh we will dance our way into the evening Love you, bye. Bye.